Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. Welcome back. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> there's, I'm having a Coro catch-up, I'm calling today. Uh, correspondence catch-up, um, where we delve into what everyone's been saying, what's been going on. Uh, I have many, many uh, messages uh, from many different people, which is very exciting. Uh, so, thank you all for for joining in on the podcast, everyone who's um, messaged via either Patreon or uh, Facebook or, you know, you can find me in so many places. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I get very excited. Um, James was uh, very sweet uh, talking about um, uh, he... He was very thankful that I had read out his uh, email about the showrunners um, and said he would also vote for Sally Wainwright, although doesn't think she'd be a Hufflepuff, (laughs) Uh, and hasn't seen many of their newer series, um, but says Scott and Bailey was essential viewing in their house. Um, Oh, Scott and Bailey was so good. It was just... Amazing. Um, but look, <laughs> you know, there are all of the men in it are quite dumb. Um, anyway, speaking of James, let's uh, get back into the across the universe story uh, and see like where the, the latest developments are. James uh, says that. Uh, I love Jeff's suggestions for Across the Universe. And yes, I was absolutely ripping off the Beatles. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Um, Grandma was the Big Bad Wolf all along is a great twist that could set up a really fabulous climax as she breaks through her conditioning to save Poppy in a feast of terrible CGI. <laughs> now I'm ripping off Return of the Jedi and Death in Heaven. 
Um, James says, uh, I reckon I'd swap out Zaroff for Tobias Vaughn from the invasion. The weapons factories of Villain Guard would be a very valuable target for any Cybermen out there. A Vaughn-like figure conducting experiments on the local population using tech shared by his mysterious business partner. Would Mr. Steel be too on the nose? Yes, it would. Um, he said, yes, it would. I didn't. That's not my judgment. <laughs> Um, but he says, yes, it would help contain the story in a way that might make sense on film. First things first, though, the Dr. Rose and Poppy are stuck in the TARDIS with Granny Wolf outside. How do they escape? Sneak out or dematerialise? And if they do, where do they end up? Um, look, I've got to say, James, if this was Russell T. Davis, who is, let's face it, an a-hole to all of his characters, <laughs> then they would probably disappear they would run away um have four adventures one of them in the very far future uh and uh poppy it would turn out the doctor would realize that poppy was meant to be eaten by the grandmother wolf um it's a fixed point in time so because she hasn't died uh then all the awful things that have been happening at Villengard are never uncovered and the place is never shut down uh, because her death inspires that. Like, they find the evidence on her dead body. She's killed by Grandmother Cyberwolf. <laughs> um, and somehow that leads to the the closing down of this um, armament factory uh, because the Villengard Majestrix... Um, yes, I just made Professor Zaroff slash Tobias Vaughn into a woman. Um, <laughs> uh, the Majestrix runs unchecked for decades and the the kind of cyber monster people that are created there start enslaving the human race throughout the universe and all of humanity turns into a slave race and... Uh, yeah, now now I've turned that character into not only a mad scientist, but also a slave owner. Um, so the Doctor knows this. The Doctor has kind of always known this. Uh, and they just keep running. But on a, one of the trips to the further future, they, they end up in where the Doctor is like, wow, this is nothing like I was expecting it to be. Like, there has been quite a rupture in time. Um, but yeah, Poppy and Rose find out the truth uh, and tearfully Poppy demands to be sent back home to die uh, because all she's ever wanted to do was save the universe from the evils of Villengard and the Doctor has taken that away from her and if she has to die to do that then that's what she has to do so they go home, open the TARDIS door and Grandma eats her oh, that is the worst I am a bad person anyway we've got four adventures in the meantime what happens there <laughs> i would love to know um, if you've got any ideas i would love to hear them uh if you think mine is too depressing and you don't want it by all means hit the reject button and uh look we've We've been through, uh, we're up to our third iteration of who the, the baddie is in this story. So, we could certainly have a different iteration of how it ends. Um, but, you know, I just, like, this is this is how, this is kind of how I feel that Russell T. Davis would do it. Just to just really hurt us all right in the feels. Um, thanks also to Kim, uh, who was excited about my Tay-Tay tangent. <laughs> 
<laughs> Kim says, I'm a relatively new Swifty in training, uh, so I'm also discovering her awesomeness. Oh, bless you. Um, Squally is devastated that I didn't like Good Omens and hopes I give it another chance and that season two was fun. Um, I'm sure I would. I just, you know what I think it is? I think it's too whimsical. <laughs> I get about whimsy. Like, I couldn't read a Discworld novel for a very long time. I've read a few of them now and I've quite enjoyed them. So, maybe having done that, I might uh, give it another chance and kind of, you know, maybe I need to read the book and then I'll watch the show and go, oh, actually, this is exactly what it's meant to be. Um, but, yeah, watching the show it was just way too much whimsy for me. I was like, no, I can't deal. Um but I would like to try again. Uh, Marcus has said, uh, trying to think of an alien invasion story that deals with the effects of colonization. Oh, yeah, because I was like really interested in like, you know, people colonizing and you just not being able to speak their language or understand what they were doing. They've just turned up with greater firepower and have somehow just taken over your whole world. Um which is, you know, something that has happened in history uh, here on our planet. Uh, and Marcus says, the only media I could think of where the aliens actually win was that Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Uh, every Hollywood story has some dumb scene where someone discovers a magical virus or something that destroys all the aliens. Um, I've been reading a series of books called The Frontlines Books by an author called Marco Clues, who I discovered... He had a book in one of those. If you're an Amazon Prime, you get like a free book every month. Um, and one of his books was on there. And I knew his name because he was involved in like a scandal at the Science Fiction Hugo Awards one year where um, a bunch of, uh, you know, for whatever a better term, white supremacists uh, had rigged the voting because there was too much diversity going on in the lineup. Um, and Marco Clues was one of the recipients of that rigged voting and withdrew um, his uh, his book from contention, which I thought was a really noble thing to do. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll read that. And then I've read his uh, Frontlines books, which have like an alien race that... Um, you know, that that humans can't communicate with, that are gigantic and terrifying and impossible to, to deal with. Um, but they're military sci-fi. Like, Marco Clues was in the army. So, it's like, it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's still got that kind of, you know, you can kind of sense that the humans at some point will win. But, you know, I'm about four books in and it hasn't really happened yet. <laughs> it, they're really great, fun books. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy them. If you like a kind of breezy military sci-fi read. Uh, I've got a, a couple more letters to get to. Uh, and then we're back onto Matt's Missive. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.